Hello and welcome to the Eco Business Podcast. I'm Robin Hicks. On today's show, we're going to talk about the dairy industry and efforts made in the United States to rein in the industry's massive environmental footprint. Globally, 6 billion people consume milk and milk products, but the way that milk is produced is often forgotten as we enjoy our cheese and add cream to our coffee. Dairy cows, mainly through their burps, produce vast quantities of methane, a greenhouse gas that is up to 23 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Huge areas of land are needed to raise and graze cattle, and forests are cleared to grow feed crops such as corn and soy. Farms are also major contributors to water pollution and soil degradation, and the industry is under increasing scrutiny for how cows are treated, not only for animal welfare concerns, but because sick cows mean lower productivity and higher greenhouse gas emissions. The United States dairy industry says that it is working hard to address these sustainability concerns. In October last year, announced an initiative to achieve net neutrality and improve how it uses water by 2050. Joining the Eco Business Podcast to talk about how dairy is raising its sustainability game is Karen Scanlon, Senior Vice President of Environmental Stewardship for Innovation Centre for US Dairy. Welcome to the podcast, Karen Scanlon. Thanks, Robin. It's great to be here with you. So, yeah, no, really interesting topic that was, um, was pitched to us by you guys, um, which came with the following headline, Dispelling the Myth that dairy farms cause severe environmental damage, which certainly um, piqued our curiosity. And it shows that the message that, that you guys want to get across right. Um, now, I want to um, start, Karen, with a very interesting um, ambition from, from the dairy industry in the US, which is to achieve the goal of net zero greenhouse gas emissions. It's an ambitious goal. Uh, you know, as we all know, um, dairy is not without its impact, principally from the greenhouse gas of methane, which comes with, um, without being too rude, cows burping and uh, flatulence, right? Um, so I'm really curious as how to how the dairy industry will set out to achieve that net zero greenhouse gas emissions goal, if you wouldn't mind um, taking it from there. Sure, absolutely. And... I'm really happy to be able to, to tell you more about U.S. dairy farming and the, the commitment that dairy farmers have to um, environmental stewardship. It's important to know that dairy is, dairy, U.S. dairy accounts for just 2% of total greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. And so we, we start out at that point and we really can build on um, long-standing um, practices that like our cow comfort, improved feed and genetics, modern barn design. And we've seen um, from 2007 to 2017 that the environmental impact of producing a gallon of milk has shrunk significantly. So we saw that in that time period required 30% less water, 21% less land, and a 19% smaller carbon footprint. And you know, recognizing that as we want to feed a growing population, it makes sense to source foods from locations where they can be made in a most environmentally friendly way. And um, the FAO put out a report in 2018 that said that North America leads in efficiency 
and being the only one of seven reasons, regions that they studied where both emissions intensity and absolute emissions of greenhouse gas fell while overall milk production rose. So it's, it's that production efficiency and the practices and technologies that are used in U.S. dairy farming that um, that puts us on a great path. Now we recognize we're not there today. There's a lot more to do, but but it um, that's what went into setting these goals. The goals that by 2050, U.S. dairy collectively can become carbon neutral or better to optimize water use while maximizing recycling and to improve water quality through manure and nutrient management. And you know, understanding that there's um, the lots of practices and technologies and techniques that dairy farmers can, um, can use today to improve uh, their environmental impact. Um, but there's barriers in the way. There's more research that's needed. There's more data that's needed. There's more innovation that's needed. Um, and that's why we really are building and, and looking to have a truly collaborative effort across the dairy industry and with, with many stakeholders of companies and um, organizations like environmental organizations that want to help us find and build that successful pathway toward those goals. Okay, great stuff. Interesting. Now, I, I want to go back and talk a bit about methane because methane seems to me, um, as we know, it's methane as a gas which is produced by cows, 23 times more potent than carbon dioxide as a greenhouse gas. Um, I want to ask how um, the dairy industry plans to manage that, 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 um, that element. One of the ways that U.S. dairy can, can be effective and can reduce its negative impacts on the environment is by being efficient and have that, um, that greater efficiency of production. And when we look at how can we further reduce the environmental impact of dairy farming, we are looking at uh, four key areas around the farm. That's feed production, um, cow care and efficiency of milk produced. We look at um, on-farm energy use and renewable energy production, and we look at manure and nutrient management. And so we know we can manage the manure, right? We, we, have, we have techniques for that and a lot of technologies for that. And we also know on on-farm energy, we can get that to zero better through several technologies and actually even producing energy for off-farm use. And then we believe that with feed production, we can get to zero or better. Um, and through some of the uh, feed production practices that can sequester carbon and uh, improve soil health over time. Um, but you're right, Robin, on enteric, uh, it, it can be a key challenge for, it, for us. And really we are relying on innovation and research that uh, there are some additives, uh, feed additives and feed, feed ingredients that are on the market or in the pipeline that um, 
can lead to reduced enteric methane emissions. And, um, and there's also the possibility of genetics, and that's a, a promising area as well, where there can be, like there are already some new traits to produce the same amount of milk with less feed. And so there are opportunities for innovation um, to look how breeding for traits that produce lower emissions in cows can contribute to uh, addressing the enteric portion of, of the footprint. Um, and so, as I said earlier, we don't have all of the answers today, but we believe that continuing to drive for research and to drive for innovation and continuing to build on some of the technologies that exist today, that uh, we're on a great path toward these 2050 goals. Absolutely. Yeah, the innovation piece is interesting. I was reading um, about feeding cows and enzymes, sort of chemical additive, as you mentioned, to the feed can reduce um, the methane emissions from cows. Um, But as you mentioned, I think it does sound as if it's at the experimental stage at the moment. Um, And what this enzyme additive can't do is reduce the emissions uh, of a cow to, to to zero, right? It just can't happen. The, the best seems to be about 20% reduction in methane. It was from a study from Ohio State University I was reading. But, but yes, yeah, certainly, certainly promising um, that innovation piece. But um, yeah, pushing back a little bit is that it does seem that with a lot of these net zero targets, not just from you guys at Dairy, they, a lot of them do sound ambitious and relying on um, technologies that aren't quite here yet. Um, is, is there a sense that, that you guys are um, really hoping that the technologies and the pipeline that you mentioned will bear fruit to help you to realize that net zero ambition? Well, as I mentioned there, the four parts of, the, of dairy farm production from feed to efficiency uh, and energy and manure and nutrient management, they they make up the footprint. So we're addressing and driving for research uh, and application in each of those areas. And, uh, you know, once again, recognizing that we have a lot of tools in the toolkit today. But uh, if if we could be at net zero today, you know, we would. So there's, there's a there's a runway that we need to build and there's technology and research uh, and innovation that we need to, to drive for. So the initiative that we have um, built uh, uh, through collaboration across the industry is to, um, is to drive for cutting down those barriers and to, to continue to support that innovation pipeline. Let's talk about a little bit about veganism. It's small in the U.S. I was just looking at figures, but, you know, just a few single-digit percents, but it's certainly growing. Um, I think over the last few years it's grown by sort of sixfold. Um, so I just wondered that the, the impact of um, – I'm not a vegan. I, I enjoy milk, um, dairy products, but I certainly know friends that, that are um, vegan – and people who are, te- who are vegan, in my experience at least, tend to be extremely vocal and passionate and know their subject very well. Um, I just want to ask you about the impact of veganism in the U.S. Um, on the work that you do. Well, we believe dairy is uh, an important nutritious part of a healthy diet, and it's part of a sustainable global food system. And we believe there's room on your plate for lots of nutritious um, food and, um, and tasty products. And 
part of the reason why we wanted to be more, um, speak more broadly about the environmental stewardship commitment and goals of U.S. Dairy is to make that part of the conversation as well, to demonstrate that not only is uh, our dairy farms in, in the U.S. producing healthy, healthy milk and healthy dairy products, but also doing it in, uh, in a responsible way. And we're committed to further reductions in greenhouse gas, uh, water quantity, and water quality. Good stuff. Now, understand that um, U.S. Dairy Export Council is collaborating with farmers in Southeast Asia, um, which is where I'm based here, talking to you from Singapore, to provide them um, with the expertise for modern farming. Can you tell us a bit, a bit about how that works um, and what your ambitions are there? Sure, yeah. Um, so U.S. Dairy Export Council has conducted um, you. U.S. dairy you know, programming and information uh, in Southeast Asia for more than two, get, two decades and really representing U.S. dairy farms uh, in that process. And we're so happy that in 2020, we opened the U.S. Dairy Center for Excellence. Um, and it's our first overseas facility designed to be an education hub for audiences in Singapore and the broader region. And it's really envisioned to be a way for U.S. dairy community and Southeast Asia's food and beverage, um, food and beverage stakeholders and culinary groups and health professionals and others really to foster greater collaboration. So it's an exciting place where we can focus on um, paving that way for a future of food in the region where we are talking about sustainability and um, launching and, and making available new technologies and applying the latest consumer research. So it's, it's this hub of coming together and sharing the, the information and the technologies and, uh, in our, and our common goal around sustainability. Interesting. Yeah. So one thing, pushing back a little bit about Asia, um, I was reading that in some Asian countries, up to 90% of the population are lactose intolerant, right? So, so by that, I mean, um, can't, it, it isn't healthy for them to eat um, dairy. So, so, but presumably um, US DEC, US Dairy Export Council sees um, Asia, Southeast Asia as a, as a big growth opportunity. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I want to ask a bit about the, the future of the dairy industry and what, what it looks like. Um, to you, Karen, um, we've we've discussed quite a bit about the impact of of dairy on the environment, um, which is certainly not insignificant. Um, I just want to ask what the, the 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 future of the dairy industry looks like to you. The future of the of the industry is quite bright. Uh, we, the the vision for U.S. dairy is to be an environmental solution, and we believe that that's an important message for us to be able to um, continue to expand um, the, the market for U.S. dairy across the world. And um, that we recognize that um, Southeast Asia is a large and top priority market for U.S. Dairy Export Council and the U.S. dairy exporters. Um, the the in ingredients that uh, we bring to the, the region 
uh, account for a vast majority of U.S. exports. So it's it, Southeast Asia is an important region for U.S. dairy and do believe that our pathway toward becoming an environmental solution is part of how we continue that growth um, around the world. So demonstrating the commitment to environmental sustainability as well as the commitment commitment to producing nutritious products um, and demonstrating that through science, through the commitment of dairy farmers and dairy companies and uh, proving out through regular reporting and sharing of our progress. Okay, good stuff. Final question for you. I want to ask you about animal welfare, which is a piece of the sustainability jigsaw, if you like, um, that, that's really growing in importance. A lot of people that say turning to veganism or whatever do so because they're um, concerned about the welfare of cows, right? We have the uh, Farm Animal Care Program that's, that is a nationwide uh, program with um, quality standards for how farms manage uh, their their herds to optimize animal health and welfare. And really it's driven by a fundamental understanding that cow comfort is central to dairy farming and making sure that all animals are well cared for and including monitoring individual cows through, you know, like things like wellness apps that are even like a, a Fitbit for humans. So it's a focus on feeding carefully balanced meals and using foods that are um, nutritious for cows, but indigestible to humans. So, and in providing comfort uh, and best practices on the farm, like waterbed mattresses or um, the, the compostable bedding that really speaks to and reinforces cow comfort and care. And then we have uh, the national program that has the standards on animal care and and farms uh, enrolled in that program, which is 98% of the farms in the U.S. are enrolled in that animal care program. And they're evaluated every three years on their adherence to the standards in their program. Um, good stuff. Wellness apps for cows. Love it. Um, great stuff. Karen Scanlon, thanks so much for, for joining the Eco Business Podcast. Thank you, Robin. This podcast was hosted by EcoBusiness, Asia's leading media company serving the region's sustainability community. Join the conversation by visiting eco-business.com, follow us on social media, or subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening.